Okay, I want to welcome everybody to this episode. This one's going to be very different than the previous ones that I've posted. And I've been so excited to be able to do this because uh, this particular episode is an actual session that I had with a couple. And I find that when, so all the episodes that I've done, other than one, I did this one other time a long time ago. So I've just been looking forward to doing this again. So I really appreciate this couple who came in and was willing to do this to help other people learn not only the principles, but how to apply them. I feel like there's so much value in not only understanding the principles, but like getting help to implement them. Because sometimes I, you know, I, I'm, I try my very best to provide as many tools as I can in each of these episodes. The next level, if you're like, I get it and I see this, but I don't really know what to do with it. The next level is just getting help implementing it. And so what I wanted to show in this episode is me working with a couple to actually implement these tools so you can see how this plays out because I think that's the, the, the next best thing, right? It's doing it yourself. You learn by doing. And if you're not doing, you, the, next, the next best source of learning is learn by watching. And there's so many little nuances that you can pick up on by just watching this. So I, I hope, again, I'm so excited about this episode because this couple has been so, so good. So if this is helpful for you as you listen to this episode, I would love to know that because I am totally willing to do any types of episodes, do more of these if it's helpful just to kind of see behind the scenes. And so you can shoot me an email. I've got the, in the show notes my email address there or you can leave a review. Again, I'm super appreciative for the people who are leaving reviews. It just helps people find this the podcast and getting feedback that way is like always great. So I want to give you kind of a summary of this and then I want to walk you through different little bits and pieces of the episode of the uh, session and highlight this and kind of narrate what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and then you'll hear them doing this. We'll talk about some things that can get in the way for many, many couples in hopes that you can take this, implement it in your lives, and start to have the same types of conversations that create healing and peace and growth. So this particular session, just a short little background, this is session number two. And the reason why I say this is I wanted to leave in the first part where I checked in. I'm like, how are you doing this week? We met last week. The last week we met, they were considering divorce. So this, like things have been going on for a long time. They felt totally burned out. I just want to show you the power of when couples learn how to reach for each other differently. And when they learn how to turn to each other with different communication patterns, it's truly like miraculous. It's unbelievable to see how quickly things can actually shift. And so I hope as you listen to them checking in, which I'll introduce here in a second, that you can feel like it's possible for you to heal wherever your situation is, as hopeless as you might feel. Again, this couple comes in saying like they're on the brink of divorce. And after one session, after like getting some tools they can implement right away, you can start to feel differences immediately. So this particular session, I want to give you some background. The thing that I'm paying attention to when I work with couples is what is their negative cycle in terms of communication? And I've done previous episodes, which I'll link to in the show notes about communication cycles. I've done two in a row. It's like episode 102 or something, but I'll I'll confirm that. I've done episodes detailing that the communication cycles that couples get stuck in is the thing that prevents them from feeling connected from one, with one another. It's the thing that gets in the way of them feeling safe. So the husband, in moments when things start to disconnect, he hears his wife getting upset and he sees her anger, fight or flight, shows up. So her protection is anger, attack, criticism, 
frustration, right? It's the fight side of the dynamic. His is the opposite. It's the flight. His protection is defend, shut down, avoid, disconnect, which of course fuels her reaction, which then fuels his reaction. This is where the cycle pulls both people into it. So it's nobody's fault. It's just how they're relating to each other. And so whenever I work with a couple, step number one is tell me what your cycle looks like. And so how that looks for them, just as some background, is when he sees her anger, the meaning he makes out of that is I'm a failure. She's mad. I've done something wrong. I can never get it right. I feel like I'm not enough. And when he, when the cycle gives him that meaning, he starts to feel like a failure. He feels discouragement. He feels uh, shame. And there's a deep sense of sadness because he doesn't want to fail her, right? It's not her fault that he feels that. The cycle will take her protection, send him a meaning of you're a failure. Then of course he's going to feel horrible. And in that pain, when he's feeling shame and alone and sad, that's when he starts to protect. And his protection, like I said, is he either gets upset or defends and explains and withdraws. And it's typically the the pulling away. And when that happens, that activates her fears of the meaning that she sees in the cycle is he's going away. I'm completely unimportant to him. I'm unloved. I don't matter. I'm just all by myself here because he went away. When she hears that meaning in the cycle, she feels fear. She feels devastated and the sadness of not mattering. And in the pain of not mattering, that's when the fight kicks in, right? The anger comes out to protest against that. Nobody wants to feel like they don't matter. Nobody wants to feel like they're all by themselves. And in the fear, the anger would come out and she would get upset and point out ways in which he's doing things wrong. Because in her mind, again, it's like, if we could just not do this, if you just didn't do this, we would feel safe, right? That's her protection kicking in, which I totally understand. This is the cycle though, right? It manifests as protection, which he misinterprets as I'm failing, I'm a bad person, which activates his protection and round and around they go. So I hope that makes sense. And as you're listening, I would love to have you encourage, I would love to encourage you guys to think about what's your cycle look like when you get stuck, when you see this shift in your relationship, what's the meaning? How does that feel? And then what do you do? How do you protect yourself? And that protection so often is the biggest fear of your spouse, right? Him going away is her deepest fear of I'm all alone and I don't matter. We trigger each other. So this particular approach is all about helping people slow their cycle down to have a totally different interaction together. And again, we're going to go a little further with what that looks like and how to do that. So you can apply this this week. But I just wanted to introduce this episode with that. And then I want to lead right into me checking in with them. How did this go this week? And then we'll hear a short little snippet and then go to the next section here where we actually do some work and create a new conversation in session, which is the thing that I would love to encourage you to model in your own relationships. So I, I wondered, did you guys notice that cycle this week? Or is that kind of where you guys are right now in terms of being able to start to share it differently? or? Or is it somewhere different? Um, I would say we definitely went into the cycle again this week. Okay. But I was able to step away 
the composure and then come back and I was able to break the cycle by reassuring her and just be by but I, I forget what it was even all about because it was that we were able to just overcome it and get past it without an extreme blow up and it lasting for days good for you good for you guys what was that like for you to be able to catch that start to process it differently find some resolution how was that for me it was in the moment it was difficult but once i was able to remove myself and actually look back at what was happening and then apply your tools that that i've learned then i was able to come back and and be able to be a different person and look at things in a different aspect yeah that's great i think that's so go ahead kenna yeah i wanted to hear your thoughts too it definitely gave me a new experience which i needed uh, that to happen and having him stop and not proceed into the cycle uh was uh, totally new and different um mm. and it felt um good because it was monday morning when it happened and so it was like they launched the week Yes. And so to have this totally different outcome quickly um, <clears throat> in the launch of the week was really good. The reason why I wanted to have you hear this is to give you hope that literally after a single session, they're noticing changes, that things are feeling better. There's more hope. There's more safety. She talks about this later in the session, just feeling safer. There's more stability when you start to get out of this negative cycle and create something that does help you unite, find each other, develop more connection. And it's also important to hear that at the same time, they're gonna get stuck again, just like all of us do. But the purpose of this work isn't to never get stuck, because that's just not realistic. It's to know what to do when you get there. It's to know how to get out of the negative cycles. Because again, so often the cycles that do show up, they're unintentional, so they don't disappear, but the more you develop muscle memory around how to get out of them, it's smoother and easier and manageable whenever you do get stuck because you just have developed the skills to know how to exit the cycle. And so now what we're gonna do is I'm gonna transition in session to starting to work with her because my purpose in this session is to help create a new conversation that they don't often have. And if I were to boil down this approach to one sentence, Couples are able to heal and move forward together when, number one, one person or both people, really you're taking turns doing this, but you share your heart and the other person responds with compassion. That's it. And all these other good things that we do fall under that umbrella. There's so many, it, it's, it can get so overwhelming in this cycle. So I'm transitioning to working with her to start to unpack. Again, in the pattern, when we get triggered, when we're upset, we, there's a flood of emotion, right? There's anger, there's frustration, there's fear, there's sadness, there's triggers, there are all the meanings that we're making. It's a total tornado. And couples have a hard time finding their way through it. And so in this modality, there's a map. And the map that you're gonna hear me working with her on is identifying the trigger, which for her is him pulling away or getting defensive, the meaning and the emotion 
that that creates. So trigger, meaning, emotion, then her protection. So when you unpack that and slow it down, you can then do something very, very different. Instead of getting stuck in that tornado, you can start to slow it down to let the other person in on what's happening in your heart. Because when we see compa- when we see suffering, most of the time our, our natural reaction to that is sympathy and compassion and care. And when that doesn't happen, there's stuff getting in the way on, on the other person's side, which again, we can talk about at some point. But the process of this, slowing it down, unpacking it, and creating a new conversation, this is how you can also achieve the same result. It's, it's identifying the trigger, meaning, emotion, protection. So in this segment, I'm going deeper on what the emotion is because he's used to seeing her protection, but not really seeing the emotion that's underneath that. So that's a critical part of the process is getting in touch with that to then have a conversation around what the feeling is. So you're gonna hear me going deeper into understanding that deeper level feeling because that's what we're gonna be working with. So help me understand for you, when you do get stuck in that cycle and you start to hear in that pattern, the things that you just listed, right? It's like our marriage is not working. We're struggling. I'm not important. Can you talk to me a bit about what do you notice emotionally when you start to feel that disconnect from him? Um, fear. Fear, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm scared. Um, I feel uh, unloved. Uh, Unimportant is a big one. Scared, unloved, unimportant. Hopeless. It's a really difficult place to feel stuck in that pattern. Mm -hmm. And you touched on last week, I thought you had such good insight that when you go to that really scary, unimportant, hopeless place, how you protect yourself is put the wall up, you'll either fight back, get upset, and then just kind of walk away because it gets too much. Mm-hmm. Right? The fighting wears on you and it's painful. And so that protection comes up for a good reason, right? You're in pain, you're hurting, you want it to stop. And unintentionally, the, t- the cycle will take that and twist it so he hears he's a failure, he's not doing it right. So then he gets more defensive, wants to explain it, which you guys just keep looping in that. So for you to have such important insight right now that in that loop, there's so much pain there and you don't feel connected. So it leaves you in this place of just feeling afraid and unloved and hopeless. I'd love to understand the fear part a little bit more. What's your biggest fear in those moments when you feel far away from him? Um, that I, I'm all alone. And, and don't have anybody. Yeah. When you even say that right now, what do you notice in your body when you think, in those moments, I'm all alone. I don't have anybody. What's happening for you emotionally, even right now? Uh, it brings tears to my eyes and gives me a little pain in my stomach. Yeah. Makes my chest kind of heavy or yeah. tight. It's so painful to not feel like you have a person being all alone in this cycle. And in these moments, I wonder how often does Dave get to see this part of you that's hurting, that feels alone, that's in this sadness. 
often does he see this? I, I don't, I don't know that he sees it. So he doesn't really get to see this part of you then, yeah? Not much. Which is really difficult because when you're in this place, this is when we need comfort the most. If we're alone and we don't feel like we matter and we don't feel any love, that's the part of us that needs that the most. And in those moments, if that cycle prevents you guys from finding each other there, it's so, so overwhelming. Like you said, you feel it in your body right now. There's a heaviness there. It hurts just to be by yourself in that. So this is the key moment. This is the moment where we can create a brand new conversation. Because like I said, I'm asking her, tell me what this is like. Because in the tornado of the cycle that we all get stuck in, things happen so fast. They happen in milliseconds. But underneath it is this, this undercurrent of sadness and fear and pain. And if he doesn't get to see that, there is no way he can comfort her, which is really what we want when we're struggling. And so this is where I'm going to set up. Okay, I know you're telling me all of this and we're slowing this all down because number one, in the moment, most people are picking up on the surface level feelings of anger and frustration and we're upset. But there's so much underneath the surface that often does not get explored. And so now that we've accessed all of these feelings underneath the surface, this is where the change takes place. It's having a new conversation about this instead of the other person seeing our protection, which again is so normal. We all protect ourselves. And again, this is actually why we get stuck. It's our protections. And so I wanted to ask, how often does he see this? And she's like, he really doesn't. So again, it just reveals this is the path forward is to create a new interaction where she can let him into her heart so that he can then respond with compassion instead of his own protection based on seeing her protection. I know he's hearing this right now, but I wondered if I could even ask you to share with him directly just how scary this feels for you when you guys get disconnected. It's this fear of being all alone. Can you help him understand how scary that is for you? When we're disconnected and I have to leave your house and have my whole life crushing around me, it, it makes me hate my life and it fills me with fear and confusion. And just complete heartache and darkness, I guess. It just is super scary to try to process having to move on with life. Such a difficult place to be. I appreciate you sharing. I know this is not easy. Because in these moments when you just feel all by yourself, you have to process life by yourself. Like you said, it fills you with this fear. You hate how that feels. I think this is so important that you're showing him your heart so he can see that underneath this cycle, right? He might see in the cycle you walking away or you get upset and fight back. But really underneath that, there's just so much hurt. There's so much fear there. I think this is really important that you're sharing that with him so he has a chance to see this and understand this part of you. 
I'm curious, Dave, when you hear her share this fear with you right now, what, what comes up for you? It hurts because I, I don't want her to feel like she's ever going to be alone. I, I, I want to spend the rest of my life with this woman. Um, and so it, it hurts that she even has to ponder it. For you, Dave, knowing how much you care about her, it makes sense why it hurts to know she's hurting. You feel for her. What do you notice in your body when you say, I just feel this hurt knowing she's having a hard time? What do you feel physically even? Well, my heart is racing. Um, close to tears. Dave, so often that physical response is our body trying to do something to get us to comfort the person that we care about. What's your body wanting you to say or do to express some comfort for her? Well, I just, I just want her to know that I'm always going to be here for you. But I, I love you and I want to work through this. I don't want to leave you stranded. Yeah, you care so much for her and you don't want her to be in this place being by herself. And right now, Dave, as you're sharing this with her, this is you meeting her here in this place of pain and telling her, I'm here. I see you. This matters to me. I love you. I care about you. This couple is doing such good work right now. This is exactly how you get unstuck. You get in touch with the deeper level feeling underneath your protection. You're sharing your heart. You're opening up vulnerably. And notice what happened when she said, I'm sad. I feel all alone. I'm scared. The first thing he said was like, this hurts. This hurts. I don't want her to feel this. I care about her. I love her. I'm here. That's the exact type of response that we need when we're struggling. When we feel alone, this is, I think, again, this, this process, there's so much power in helping people just get to that fundamental, basic, simple type of conversation where it's, I'm hurting, and the response is, I care, I'm here, you're not by yourself. That gets completely lost in the cycle. So often what will happen, there's so many different, again, in session, I'm showing you just like the, the steps of how to do this. When I work with couples, there's often tons of layers to process through, right? Because sometimes he might respond with defensiveness or shame or get frustrated at her when she shares her pain. There's a whole process to help people get through that so that it clears the way for him to then respond with comfort, which is what she needs. And I think there's things that can often get in the way for, of her when she's in her protection that help get her into this like lower level feeling, the more connective types of emotion like sadness and fear and longing, that's where people find each other. We can't connect with explanations. We can't connect with stories. We can't connect with accusations. It's getting in touch with these soft emotions is what creates a new reaction in the other person. So all we're doing in session right now is helping be intentional about that and then facilitating that conversation where he can then respond with care and so that's this whole process that we're doing right now so now i'm going to check in with her and see how does she hear this because that's such an important part of this is is it being then received 
Is there blocks in the way? Are there fears that get in the way of that? And then it's working with whatever comes up. So you're gonna hear me working with her and hear, how does this, how do you hear this right now? And then, then we're gonna be able to keep moving forward on this process to create some closure after this conversation. And I wonder, Kenna, what happens for you right now as you see him turning to you and sharing this with you and helping you know that he wants to be here and he's here with you? What feeling comes up for you hearing this? I definitely would love that. Mm-hmm. I haven't had the experiences of that. It's been very different than that. Right, right. This, I'm glad you brought this up. That's exactly right. In the cycle, you don't get to have this conversation, right? You're by yourself. He feels like he's failed. Neither one of you are feeling any better. So when you are doing such important work right now, by letting him in, you're stepping out of that cycle to say, this is where I go. I'm, I'm afraid here and I'm by myself and I'm hurting. And he comes right to you and says, I'm here. I care about you. This is the kind of experience that we need so much when we're hurting. So when he does this for you right now, I wonder if there's a, a part of you that can take this in. Okay, so notice what just happened. She shared her fear and this sadness of being alone. He responds with compassion. The next part of this, there's three pieces to the equation. The sharing, the responding, the accepting. All three are so relevant and necessary to create a new feeling in the relationship. So when I check with her, this is such a common response. It's like, yeah, that would be nice, right? I would love that, but what he's doing right now, I never see this. So in that moment, a block showed up. The block is like, where have you been? This is what I've been asking for. I've been alone so much. And now like you're showing this to me, like, but I never see this at home, right? There's this objection or this concern of, why don't I ever get this when I need it in the moment? And so this is where I wanna acknowledge, like that's totally understandable. It's normal to wonder like, when I'm hurting, when we do have a fight, I'm by myself there. You're not showing up in the way that I need you to. Like that's understandable and that's what I wanna highlight. Like I get that, that's true. That's exactly what happens in the cycle. You guys can't find each other because you get lost in that tornado so that's why I wanted to acknowledge, yes, that's true. And as he's here with you right now, is there even a small part of you that can take this in? Because you just opened up. And the reason why I asked, like, do you notice that sadness in your body? She says, yes, I feel it in my chest, like it's heavy. That means it's active and it's alive, it's in the room. So we can work with that. That's what we need to have happen, is it for it to be present moment. So when I said, can you tell him that right now? I'm scared. And he responds with compassion, I wanna see, is there a part of her, because a part of that is protection, right? It's like, yeah, but I never see this. That's protection. The other part is, can is there even a small part of you that can take this in? Because when you do, that's when the shift happens. That's when you when you receive the comfort. It's like the nurse coming over and like, here's your ibuprofen. You have a, you have a headache? You just had surgery or whatever's going on. It's like, here's your medicine. If the response is, well, where were you two hours ago? There, you're not, that's not getting the medicine into your body. And I think that's a really common reaction. Again, no judgment at all. Like this is all of us. I just want to highlight when that's not being received, that's a part of the cycle, right? It's like, where were you two hours ago? Or why can't you do this more consistently? Or, or when somebody maybe tries to coach, like, you're, you know, you're doing it wrong, do it like this. That's all cycle. That's all protection. And none of the comfort is sinking in. So I want to acknowledge, I get it. That's the cycle showing up. And 
is there another part of you that can take this in and we'll watch what she says. So when he does this for you right now, I wonder if there's a, a part of you that can take this in. Definitely. Is there? What do you notice? Um, what, what's that part? What do you notice in that part that can take this in right now? Because this is different. That there's hope. Oh. In that. But just like, even though we've been listening to your podcast for months and learning stuff from you after starting this program and actually like putting in the work or whatever after last week, um, the experience has been different. You know, the, the triggers aren't going crazy and nuts out um, already. And so I know that you're going to, you're going to give us the tools that we need to, to get there. So there's hope. Hope. That's right. I'm really, really glad to hear that because I 100% believe that. And the fact that you guys are already taking steps in such a different direction, right? So right now when you see him coming to you and say, saying, I'm here for you. I see you. I care about you. Right now there's that part of you that feels that hope. Is that right? Yeah. I wonder if I can even have you share that back with him that when you see him with you right now and he's expressing comfort and you can see that he's with you, can you share with him how meaningful this is, how much hope you feel? Can you just help him know the impact he's having? Okay, so why am I doing this? So what happens in the cycle is when somebody tries their best and shows up and then it gets the comfort or reassurance gets batted away and it's not accepted again that's protection showing up what happens unintentionally is that the person who's trying the husband in this case feels so discouraged and thinks like no matter what i do it's not enough if i show up and try to care for her and i'm loving and present and give her my attention and support her and comfort her and she says yeah but or yeah, you don't do this at home, or why do you, you know, normally you get defense. Whatever she says, that whatever block comes up, if the conversation ends there, he leaves feeling totally deflated and less motivated to be there for her next time. And so again, no judgment at all. I just want to illustrate, this is the cycle that we all get stuck in. And so I did not want the conversation to end there. I want to acknowledge, hey, it's okay. Like if you, if this block shows up, that's okay. And what else do you feel? Is there a small part of you that can take this in? And she says, yes, I feel hope. This is what I need. This brings me hope. Then I want to have her share that back with them because men in this position, in this cycle, are used to basically hearing you're doing this wrong still. And it's so discouraging. So I want him to have a new experience just like she just did. She just had a new experience of he cares for me. He loves me. He's with me right now in my pain. I want him to know you're on the right track. This is working. You're hitting the mark. I want him to feel encouraged by this because again, in the cycle, men are used to hearing it's wrong. They're missing, they're missing and it's discouraging. And then, so they stop trying and it just reinforces how stuck that they get. So I want to have him here. You're doing it. Keep up the good work. Just getting new experiences with you, doing things so differently and actually implementing the stuff that we're learning and leading in that way. Leading in that way is so huge for me because I don't want to be the head. I don't want to be the lead. I want, I want to be able to have a, 
I want to be able to have that intimacy and closeness that that I can trust you to do that and lead us good ways. And we have definitely I have hope in that that's possible. Yeah. Babe, what happens for you right now hearing her share how much of an influence you're having on her, even literally right now as you're just with her and comforting her. What's this like for you to hear? Well, I never knew how much influence that I really had on you and on your healing until I really listened to that one podcast that we listened to last night about Jack and Ann and how basically how he put it is that I'm driving the bus and I don't want to drive us off of a cliff, that's for sure. And to feel, to hear that you have hope, it, it brings a new life into me. Okay, I'm going to pause the session there. I really hope that that was helpful to see how you can facilitate, how you guys can have the same conversation by following the same map. It's like, I, there's nothing more that I love than seeing people work through how difficult situations that they're in and come through on the other side by just getting the steps that they need and implementing these tools and finding ways to reach for each other so they can feel like they're not alone anymore. They can feel supported and loved and like they matter to the other person because that's a part of this like cycle is we lose all of that and it's so discouraging, it's so hopeless. And so I hope that as you're hearing this, it brings encouragement and hope to you that it's 100% possible to navigate difficult things in your relationship. Remember, this is literally session number two, but already getting the tools that they need to do it differently brings hope, it brings stability, it brings safety. There's so much more that you can have in your relationship just by getting the right steps in place. Now, the reality is that, yes, like there's a thousand things that can go wrong, right? I'm sharing with you the map, the blueprint, the work, right? The, the nuance, the, the, the thing that I feel like people call me for is when it goes wrong, right? It's like they try, something falls apart. That's the work, right? The work is to help them not only get the tools that they need, but then to troubleshoot where it gets off course. And so I, in the other episodes that I've shared, I try to talk about different areas that this can get stuck. And so please know if you're like, okay, I'm gonna try this tonight and then it doesn't go well. It's not like, oh, this whole thing doesn't work. It's, there's stuff, there's so many layers to this, right? It's so complex. And I think just knowing that it's possible and hearing from another couple, like you can do this. Again, literally on the brink of telling me, we're talking about getting divorced. From that to, I'm feeling hope, I'm feeling safer. This is, you know, I'm, there's new experiences that we're having together. I've needed this. All we're gonna do now, is just build more and more muscle memory and help them integrate and implement these tools so this becomes the default way that they communicate with one another. So I would encourage you to give this a shot, have a conversation where you can start to share. If again, if it goes off course, that's, I just think getting that outside help can be really, really helpful to stabilize and customize it to you because there are things that can go wrong, but my hope is that it goes well for you. And so have this conversation. Let me know how it goes. You can shoot me an email. I'd love to hear feedback on this episode. If this is helpful, I'd love to do more. If not, that's totally fine too. I'm happy to go back to the other, you know, the original way of doing it, but I, I genuinely just want to help in any way that I can. So if this does help, let me know. If you get stuck trying it, let me know that too. And I'm happy to create more episodes to help you guys who are listening. And so for the people who are also interested in working together, 
and getting some actual hands-on support, just like this couple, I'd love to help you in any way that I can. So you can, of course, please feel free to email me and I'll see if I can help. So in the meantime, give this a shot. Let me know how it goes. And I look forward to checking in with you guys again next week. All right, talk to you soon.